The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome, everybody, to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Will Brinson and Chris Trapasso. And today, we are going through the NFL draft groups through song. A little bit of like maybe an American Idol vibe. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's going to sing here. I hope so. We're going to break those down. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure that you smash that like button. You follow. You leave a comment. Do everything that you need to do. Same for the audio. And stay tuned with us all week long for more NFL offseason news. All right, fellas, I am coming to you from California today, and uh, that's why we are running a little bit late. Sorry about that. But uh, Wait, you're saying that it's not my fault that we're running late. It's not Brinson's fault that we're late today. I have a brand new Ladies setup here in California. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Usually yes. everyone knows it's Brinson, Brinson was on time. But, you know, when, it's like a new studio trying to, like, get everything That's just up. a lot Nothing of us do as Kelly Mox, by the way, that you didn't take the opportunity to just be like, Brinson was late and just let everyone believe it and run with it because like you could you like you could have easily done that and just been like yeah. it's his fault the guy in the green I'm wearing like a, this is like an old I'm wearing an old school like actually knit vineyard vine shirt which is something I haven't worn in a while like a non like it's like a non like a like you wouldn't want to play golf in this because it would be it'd be heavy it's one of those mm-hmm. old school ones um, and I also appropriately am wearing an Althea hat. Which is a song. Well, first, first of all, speaking about what you don't want to play golf in, was this the worst Masters of all time with oh, all God, of the stops and, and the tree coming down and almost killing people? That actually never happened. 
I wouldn't mean? talk about it. I wouldn't talk about it on any platform in which you paid for you paid money by CBS. I'll tell you that much. Everybody was fine. Everybody was fine. I'm just saying Kyle Porter was there and took a bunch of pictures of it and tweeted them out and then they disappeared. That's all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> okay. It didn't it didn't happen. Forget you can't, you. you can't go back on the you can't go back and watch the feed on masters.com and watch the tree fall. It's no longer there. Sandy really? Lyle broke a club over his knee. Sandy Lyle, like 70-year-old Sandy Lyle, hit his second so his second shot, his first shot on number one on Thursday was behind a tree. And he had to go left-handed with a club and hit it left-handed. He actually made contact, good contact, according to someone who was watching the shot, but hit a cameraman and the shot dropped down. And he got so pissed off. This is like, this is his final masters that he snapped a club over his knee. Now, if you go on masters.com and try to watch that shot, it has disappeared. It is back-to-back shots of his third shot. I wouldn't, don't, you don't, you don't, well, the Masters is like the CIA, just making everything. Uh, yeah, that's how. It, yeah, that's how it works. Traps, how are we doing today? Did you? How do you think of the the Masters? <laughs> yeah, it was boring. I mean, I like John Ram a lot, but just like Will was saying before we went on the air, to like see that suspense like down the last five or six holes, it's like I feel like it's supposed to happen every year, and we just didn't get it this year in the Masters. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want. I want. Like, I want. I want. It sucks because you don't want to root for somebody to melt down. But when oh. Rom, well, when Rom, uh, when Brooks made, see, Rom missed his birdie putt and Brooks made his on 16. And, and Rom was closer and Brooks had a longer putt, but, but buried his. It's like, all right, if we get birdie bogey on 17, then it's a one stroke lead going into 18. And you saw in 18, even with like a four stroke lead, Rom still puzzle rocketed his ball to the left into, you know, and then got lucky when it got kicked out and hit it. But as, as Trevor, as our colleague Trevor Owen said, I've never seen a, um, a master's champion hit a provisional ball on 18. Like Good that call. just doesn't happen. And Ram was so worried that he didn't know where his ball was that he, he hit a provisional. Now he probably still would have won anyway. Cause you're, you know, you're, you're, you're one in drop two, hit three, you're lying three where the provisional goes. And you hit, you know, an approach shot and two putts. You can make a six, even if Brooks, like Brooks, would have to eagle to to make to to shrink the gap, I guess, or maybe he could have birdied. And the point being is, like, to tra- what Trap said is like the the lack of drama down the stretch for me is like that's what makes the Masters great. Is like right. I want to see the pre- you know we saw even twelve and thirteen. Rom had such a well, I would say this on twelve, he had a very safe shot. And on 13, he pressed the gas down a little bit because he knew he had the wind with him. And he played that, you know, he usually plays a fade from left to right. He played a draw, a hard draw around that corner, knowing that he could put himself in a position where he was going to be able to make birdie at worst, you know, unless he just completely shanked one. And then on 15, too, he laid up to a distance he liked, knowing he was going to get on the green, just make par and get out of there. It, like the, the, the whole thing about the Masters in the final closing holes, beginning with Amen Corner, is that. You know, I mean, like the, like the whole concept of Augusta is that the back nine coming down the stretch on a Sunday is supposed to create insane drama, and just because of the way that the scoring worked and and where everybody was, like you know, anybody who really made a push was like, you know, Mason or Spieth who'd gotten there, but they were in the clubhouse, and Rom was just had a, he just he knew how to play the course well enough that it didn't like 
it never the, the the back nine never really came into play, and that's sort of the only disappointing thing. Forty years after Seve Seve won the Masters on Seve's birthday, Seve Ballesteros, uh, the you know the greatest Spaniard golfer of all time, with Jose Marie Alzabal there, who's his mentor. And you can see that like I started crying when they started hugging and talking in Spanish. I don't even know what the hell. Yeah, that was saying. cool. That I was can cool. speak Spanish, right? Like I still didn't know what the hell they were saying. <laughs> yeah, like, what about your name? With the, right. the, the, the <laughs> I should have left it on there, right? As soon as I take it off, Rom wins. But I, mean, I felt like a very cool moment. Love John Rom. Think he's a, a very much a worthy master champion. Um, but it just lacked. And, and we had the chance for drama too with you know three live guys in the top right. five. Like, mm. Didn't Greg Norman say if they won to all the live guys were gonna be out there like partying on the last team? Storm in the goal. green, which would have been a yeah. bizarre scene, yeah. Really bizarre scene. Thank All right, everybody. If you ever dreamed about buying a nice Pick 6 podcast shirt and then jumping over and getting a Yellowstone whiskey glass or a Top Gun Maverick hat, well, now you can at the brand new Paramount Shop, which offers a mountain of merch from the Paramount shows and movies that you love. Shop official apparel, drinkware, and accessories inspired by over 150 fan-favorite titles like Paw Patrol, Yellowstone, Top Gun, Star Trek, South Park, SpongeBob, SquarePants, and your favorite CBS sports podcasts like Pick six fantasy football today and cover three paramount shop where products are paramount. You know what else is paramount? Our guy traps wrote an incredible article on cbssports.com The 2023 NFL draft ranking position groups from best to worst with edge rushers and cornerbacks at the top. So we thought it'd be fun to play on traps wonderful article here and assign songs to these position groups so we'll start, I guess, from uh, from back to front here with safeties, traps. What is a song that you would give the All right, I'm, group? I'm going to go with one that everyone on the internet should know very well. It's The Sound of Silence by Paul Simon. It's kind of like a, I would say like a TikTok meme, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Ooh, because okay. this safety group is bad. It's not good. <laughs> um, it's got Brian Branch and then not much else. Uh, I think if, if you look at uh, Lance Zerline of NFL.com, he did the same article. He had safeties as the worst group. Daniel Jeremiah just tweeted out, I think last week or a few days ago, safety group, paper thin. So that was kind of the sadness um, that I felt watching these safeties. It's an important position, and this is just not the year to pick a safety beyond Brian Branch from Alabama. It sounds pretty pretty bleak. Yeah, it's bad. And I think we lost Brinson, which is very unusual. It's usually me that, that is. Well, you know, out. he he was he wasn't late, so he had to do something uh, exactly. to to disrupt the show. All right. Well, uh, when we get him back, we can move on down the line there. But let's move on to the next group. We've linebackers. got linebackers. Did I lose you, too? Oh, I, I lost you for a second, but I think oh I think linebackers were good. Yeah, well, I feel like we might we, yeah. we might this this show might be looped in with the uh, the safety song. Maybe we'll go ahead and, yeah. and put that here. Yeah. yeah. What about linebackers? So I went with "I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow." It's by the Soggy Bottom Boys, which are not a real group. Um, it's from the movie "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou," which is um, with George Clooney. Two, yes, early two thousands. Good job. Early 2000s, George Clooney, you know the movie as well. Um, it is a, um, a movie that's kind of based on Homer's Odyssey, but it's set like in like the late 1800s or early 1900s South. 
Um, and I went with this song. I'm a man of constant sorrow because not that I am a man of constant sorrow, but I love, <laughs> but I love, I love watching linebackers. I love scouting linebackers. I think it's a position that is really underrated in today's NFL. We've seen one linebacker come off the field. There's so many nickel defenses, usually just two linebackers today, but watching this linebacker group kind of made me a man of constant sorrow because there's not a lot of good ones. I love Jack Campbell from Iowa. I'm not a big fan of Trenton Simpson from Clemson. Beyond that, you're kind of grasping at straws to find um, a a top-tier linebacker in this class. So that's just the constant sorrow I had watching, trying to find elite-level linebackers. I just couldn't do it in this class. Um, I went with uh, – sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like we need to hear little clips of this these yeah, songs, Billy, that. to really put it into context. Well, we will all get in trouble for that. You'd much rather okay. just, you'd rather, you, like, did you see how quickly I disappeared after I said something about the Masters? <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Well, like, okay, Brent, my you'd rather, talk, talk. you'd rather be on here talking about how the Masters logo is trash, which obviously I don't feel because I am a huge Masters fan. See the Masters. I like the logo. I, everyone loves the logo. I'm saying, like, like, we will get canceled faster. Well, we won't. Billy will get fired. Okay, like, we can't. Billy out, they can force him to play songs. No. Like, I, I don't know what the fair usage thing is, but I don't think it applies to us. I don't think we get six seconds of these songs. Hmm. Oh, is that yeah, it? I'm, not sure it works. Six seconds? I'm just pretty All sure right. you can't play songs on like, like Brady was playing, like we work for CBS and Brady yeah. was playing the like one shining moment. And I'm yeah. fairly certain that was a major copyright violation on, on his part. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's not bring more attention to it. All like, right. Like, if you want to get Billy uh, fired, all you do is just blast the Beatles on here and Billy will be fired <laughs> within 15 minutes Okay, well, or, or, or Metallica. Like those two guys are so like the Beatles, not themselves, but like yeah, Metallica are the ones that started the whole naps, right? They're the ones that yeah, Metallica is extremely litigious. Okay. All right. Well, let's not get litigious with anyone or have anyone get litigious with us. So safeties, Trap said, The Sound of Silence by Paul Simon. Linebackers, I am a man in constant sorrow by the just, soggy bottom boards. boards. I'll just loop in um, playing with the boys for both the safeties and the linebackers. Not because Ooh. I really think there's any like absolute um, connection there. I just sort of wanted to hear playing with the boys. By Can you like it? God, I love there we go. That's not a copyright violation. If no, no, that, that. that's the only violation. So. That, that, sounds like a, that's, that sounds like a happy song. That sounds like you feel pretty good song. about these groups. But in the but in the um, in the music video, which you missed, this is actually what you the most the biggest reason you'd be upset about being about um, uh, running behind mm. is that you missed our missed me breaking down the entire vid- music video of Kenny Loggins playing with the boys, not the Top Gun version. In the movie where they're playing volleyball and, I, I, and yeah, but trust me, that's what's going on in my head right now. But there's yeah, actually a volleyball awesome. scene between boys and girls at a gym. It's Kenny Loggins is playing the electric, electric guitar, but he's unplugged. And then like the boys are like beating the crap out of the girls, and the girls are like ro- like doing somersaults in their knee pads, and, like flailing everywhere. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, everything changes. And they just start spiking it. The boys can't, the dudes can't stop screwing up, and the girls pull off the win. And then I, I don't know. It doesn't really nothing about it like really makes sense it's the 80s and, music though like all of videos yeah. from the 80s are like what's happening in these but movies? it's also these two groups of people who are like kind of good at what they do but not really good at what they do and Ooh. they're not competing. See, that's where we're tying it back in yeah mm-hmm. see so like mm-hmm. it's like and, and they're competing against each other but not really because they kind of do the same thing so it's like the linebackers and the safeties that's what they got there there you go that's good 
That's how I got a five on my AP English exam is being able to completely come up with crap like that off the top of my head. Uh, on the fly too. Oh, yeah. Well, Dom, Dom in the comments says that was not a copyright violation. Just made me wish I was deaf instead of blind. Dom always right in the fire. Much, I cannot sing. Like, I'm okay, actually let's, let's talk about the in, uh, interior offensive line traps. We're starting to work our way back up. Okay, so I went with Welcome to Paradise by Green Day, which is a classic from the hmm. Dookie album. Uh, My first CD I ever bought was Dookie. 90, 94, oh. 93, 94, somewhere in that range. Um, Welcome to Paradise. You love that album. Yes, I, did. I do well, love that it was, album, too. I was sure you say, yeah. yes, I love what's Green the Day. The album? Oh, ha, 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 ha. He's five years old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, Sorry, Travis. So I, I didn't, I mean, I obviously... Just with the title, Welcome to Paradise, it's obviously mm-hmm. an upbeat song. I, I didn't rank interior offensive line crazy high, but it felt like being a draft analyst the last couple of years, the interior offensive line group has been pretty bad. And this year, I like a lot of these players. I like Osiris Torrance, John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota, Joe Tipman from Wisconsin at center. Um, there's a, a lot of good interior offensive linemen. So it kind of felt like paradise, me watching this, because I think it's still a very important position. There's so many good interior pass rushers. You got to have good interior offensive linemen, especially at the top. I think in this group, the song Welcome to Paradise. And I had to kind of look it up. Apparently, it is kind of like realizing that everything is pretty good. That's why I went with that song. And it's just a great song. And I wanted to listen to it on YouTube while I was researching. Welcome to Paradise. Yep. Pretty good. Thank Better you. than my playing with Thank the boys. You. Thank you. Um, that was. Good. Well, Dookie was the first CD I ever bought. It was either that or the Chronic. I can't remember one of the two. Very mm. wildly different. But Did you ever buy um, a tape? say it again. Did you ever buy a tape, a cassette tape? Oh yes, yes. But I but I remember buying my first CD because you just grew up with cassette tapes. Oh, we I had I grew up with records. We had a record player actually. So like, did you ever buy it? But did you ever buy a tape? Like, did you ever buy like? You know, what I'm saying like. Yeah, probably, but I, I don't have like a memory of going and buying a tape, but for sure I had tapes. I remember buying Pearl Jam 10 Ooh. was my first tape, I believe. Tape. My first was a single. It was Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. A tape. <gasps> oh, what a song. What a song. Yeah. What a song. Stuck in her head. So <laughs> Pearl Jam 10 was 91. Okay. Um, I was in first grade. This is how we do it. Is I a may have years after that. This oh, actually, you know what? I have one. I have one that's. I have, I have one head. before. I'm sorry, I, I lied. I have one before ten. It was. It was a MC Hammer. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Mm. Oh, 1990. MC Hammer. Oh my God, the pants. I could. The, I'm saying that. All right, we are getting off topic here. What's your interior offensive line, uh, Brinson? Well, I actually uh, lumped the offensive linemen together. And maybe okay. we can go to maybe Travis can go offensive tackle here if you want. Um, okay. also, we, I don't know that we can really be getting off topic by mentioning like various CDs and albums when we are literally talking about songs that define the offensive line class. If anything, um, you know, you could you could come up with a song by by venturing off topic. Like for instance, Hammer's Prey could be a, a song that you'd use for the quarterbacks. Um, yeah. you, uh, I did not have Hammer Pants. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Everybody did. I had some hammer pants. My mom was really good at sewing and she would sew us hammer pants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I lived in the South. We didn't have hammer pants. Okay. We wore like chainmail, like level, like polos like this. Um, Crokies and Crocs. 
Ah, yeah. Well, that was just before Crockies. Um, but uh, I went with Bob Dylan's "Changing of the Guards." All right, here if it's a plural or not. Uh, describing the offensive linemen because I think that there are several of the top offensive linemen, even the tackles in this class, are sort of correct me if I'm wrong. Traps are projected to slide inside like Peter Skaronsky yes. out of Northwestern, who's probably the best offensive lineman in this class is projected to maybe slide inside depending on what you think of him, but he's not like a Quentin Nelson type. So no. it's, it's really weird because you've got like the number one offensive lineman in the class, offensive tackle in the class probably kicks inside. No, you can say the same thing last year about Icky Aquano. A lot of teams, if they drafted um, Icky thought that he might have to slide inside. And so to me, I just think it's very interesting that you have this interior offensive line class that you like, that you think is a good guard class. And then you also have this tackle class that a lot of guys may have to kick inside the guard anyway. So changing of the guards actually works pretty well. I believe it's changing the guards. Looking at my list, I realized I did not send in offensive tackle, so Will saved us there. And I think that is a really good one. I'm not familiar with that song, but from the title, Sing it I thought for it's us, Give us, give us a little. Uh, you know, I'm not singing Bob Dylan. That only goes poorly. Makes another medicine dad on a payment. Think about a government man. I tried to go right. Was getting laid off. You know what song that is? No. How could anyone know what song that is? Say it again. Subterranean homesick blues. Definitely worth worth listening. It's uh, it's probably where REM stole "It's the End of the World" from. I'm surprised you haven't you haven't given it like a Grateful Dead or a Fish song yet. They'll come. <laughs> oh, those will come. Uh, they're, they're, they'll they'll get there. if if you build it, they will. I'm wearing a Grateful Dead hat. Yeah, I am. It's up to you. Yep. All right. On that note, let is let's take a quick break. Cool. You're watching the Fix Six podcast, and we'll be right back. Get breaking news. Big news coming out of the NFL today. Highlights and instant reactions. The largest final round comeback in four championship history. We're down to the final four. I just want to take time to analyze greatness. Talk winners and losers with a guy who's already a big winner. CBS Sports HQ. It's all sports all day long. Drowning in status updates and lost in endless emails? Break free with ClickUp.com, the one app to replace them all. Imagine a world where your team collaborates effortlessly in one shared space. No more chaos, just ClickUp. Your projects, tasks, and communication unified at last. Transform how you work with customizable views, seamless integration, and real-time updates. ClickUp is your shortcut to more productive days and happier teams. Join the millions of productive teams already streamlining their workflow. Visit ClickUp.com to get started. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. If you are not following us on social, make sure that you do that at Pick 6 Pod across all social media platforms. Right now, we are going through the different groups in the draft and assigning songs based on how we think that they will do or just basically who they are. Now we're going to move on to running backs, Traps. So I went with Bad Boy for Life by, I think at the time he was still Puff Daddy. Go, nowhere. And that is what you just sang is my exact reason for picking that because we're always trying to say running backs don't matter, draft them later. But this is a really, really good running back class beyond just B. Jen Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. There's Tajay Spears. There's Tank Bigsby from Auburn. Izzy Abanacanda from Pitt. Um, the Oklahoma running back, Eric Gray, Kenny McIntosh from Georgia. It's a really good group. So watching it, uh, this entire running back class in its entirety, I was like, man, this is probably one of the best classes that we've had in a long time. And amidst all of this talk that you don't really need running backs, there's no value, blah, blah, blah. The running backs are, I think, triumphantly saying that we ain't go nowhere. So that's why we're bad boys for life. Yes, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. I great song. I love Do you song. agree? Do you agree? Yeah. I mean, we, I, yeah, okay. I mean, like, this is like the song that I mean, this is also the song that like Brady and Gronk busted out when they won in Tampa Bay. It's like, brah, brah. I mean, this is what oh. year was that song? 2002, I believe. Because, yeah, I mean, like, that song was white hot at tailgates yes. when I was in college, when I, and when I was supposed to be in college, you know, like the actual time frame of like when I would have been in college, like, you know, 2002 nuclear hot like you turn that up loud it's like bam bam i might throw that on a mix right now um we still make mixes right and by the way shout out to dom in the chat he points out that pearl jams do you guys know without looking do you know what a pearl jams original name was going to be the, no. uh, oh yeah I, I saw a video about this it was something they're called pearl jam for a really weird reason well, but, but it's I'm the, totally blanking. It's a sports reference that their first name. Oh, is. it's it's uh, is it Muggsy Bogues? Mookie Blaylock. Very close. Mookie Blaylock. Close. That's NBA, it. Okay. NBA, yeah, very close. Very close. We'll give you credit for that. Half credit. Like okay. give um, the story now. But they're just they they loved Mookie Blaylock, so that would they, they were going to call their they were going to be Mookie Blaylock. And then they were going to get sued by I guess using that like. Um no, I think it's. Yeah, what was uh, the reason? I just saw that video. They just loved him. Yeah, but can you, can you use someone else's name as the name of your band? I don't know that you can do that. Yeah, probably. So um, that's maybe why it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, oh. When we were recording our first record, we had a per diem of about $10. So when we got lunch at the store across the street, we'd always buy a pack of basketball cards. When we turned in our first tape, we didn't have a name for the band yet. So we put a Mookie Blaylock card in the case. We're about to go on a tour. It still didn't have a name and needed one quickly. We told it didn't need to be the name we are going to use forever, just something for the tour. Someone saw the Mookie Blaylock card and said, how about Mookie Blaylock? We decided to go with it and did a 10-show tour with Alice's change as Mookie Blaylock. Mookie was cool about wow. it, too. He didn't sue us. I actually got to meet him later on and, sh- and shoot around a little bit. We also made a Pearl Jam t-shirt with a picture of him on it. I guess we owe Mookie a lot. Huh. Cool. Where does Pearl Jam come from, then? Uh, it's something about jam. I mean, obviously. But pearls? It's about, like, what's that? And pearls. I'm trying to think what it. Hmm. All right. Well, let's 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 talk about tight ends. This is my favorite. Well, we didn't ask me my running back. My running. Oh back. yeah, sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. okay. Yeah, running backs. I've, I I did some. I, yeah. It's the uh, you're the best by Joe Esposito from the Karate Kid soundtrack. Ooh. Like, you're the best. All right. 
podcast or keep you down now, I think is what I was going with. Um, yes, I'm aware I can't sing. Thank you very much. Um, but I think that like the B. John Robinson factor here is really interesting because he is, and I know, I know this, and maybe that's not fair to the rest of this class, but like he's so far above everyone else in this class, right? Um, I wouldn't say way far in front, but like consensus top running back. There might be a few teams out there that like Jameer Gibbs a little more. There's, no, I would there's say, nobody who has anybody above Bijan Robinson. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised because I, I would, think I would like to, I would like to hear, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying like, I would like to, I need an anonymous scout saying, yeah, that's right. Maybe, maybe Bob McGinn will do this for us. Yeah. When he does true. it, he usually does it on uh, Tyler Long's golongtd.com, uh, which you should, everyone should subscribe to. But I think that like, in general, me, yes, yes. He's John Robinson is so friggin' good. We talked about him before. Like, literally gives me butterflies. Oh. Like, makes my heart sing as a running back. Like, that's unusual for a prospect. What and, what song would you assign him, then? Oh. It gives you um, butterflies. Oh. Uh, how about Chris Stapleton's Joy of My Life? Oh, mm. wow. Okay. Yeah, like, like, that's it. Like, and look, B. John Robinson's yeah. not the greatest running back prospect of all time. He's the joy of your life. He's, but, I mean, like, I, if I had a first round pick, I'm using it on B. John Robinson. Now I'm not going to use a top 10 pick on him, but if my team needs a running back and we get to the point of the draft, I'm like, it's like 15 or something. And B. John Robinson's there. And Patriots. yeah. In not even just sort of like, you know, not even space. In general. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, or the Seahawks at 20. Like if the Seahawks just drafted. Um, oh God. Kenneth Walker. <laughs> Thank you, Kenneth Walker. I was going to say Kellen Robinson. Who the, who the hell is that? Kellen <laughs> Robinson the third too. Like, <laughs> um, like they just drafted Kenneth Walker last year, but they lost Rashad Penny and they want to run the ball a ton. It yep. wouldn't be that crazy to draft. B. Like he's that good a prospect, and if you get him in for in the ten to in the like eleven to twenty range, God forbid, the twenty one to thirty one range, you're getting him at a discount based on the fact that where we would have seen. Running backs drafted. Billy and I were talking about biggest draft bust of all time recently. We're doing a little short for it. Ooh. And I pointed out that in uh, – Who was it? Well, I have a Jamarcus Russell was the easy one. But um, was it – I'm trying to think. What year was uh, What year was Aaron Robert, or Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith? 05. Was it 05? Thank you. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the 05 draft. I threw out Alex Smith as not because I think he's was a disaster – as a player, because we but, didn't get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 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 yeah not exactly. The Niners did not get Aaron Rodgers and lost out on Aaron Rodgers' entire career because of Alex Smith. Now it worked out or whatever. Cause I guess not really. Um, point, yeah. point being Alex Smith, one Ronnie Brown, two Braylon numbers, three Cedric Benson, four Cadillac Williams, five. Like we're only yeah. Matt, no Matt Leinart. That guy was a bust. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy though. Um, but the point being is like, we're, like we're not even guys. 20 years removed from three running backs going in the top five of the draft. Like that seems if that happened right now, people would melt down. Even in 2017, we got McCaffrey um, and Fournette in the top 10, right? Yeah. But that's 2000. God, I'm, I'm getting old. And that class was really good too, though. They had like Delvin Cook. It had yeah. uh, Joe Patrick Mixon. <laughs> yeah, that class. Yeah, ended like up a being great running good, back. Especially class, running right? back. Yeah. And so like, we still, yeah, Fournette went four, and then McCaffrey went eight. And then I think the next one, was it Nick Chubb in that class? No. He's, well, no, yeah, Dalvin, he's 18. But Dalvin, yeah, Dalvin Cook goes 41. My point being is that, like, 
we have seen such a dramatic shift in where running backs are taken. We saw Saquon Barkley in the top 10, of course, too. That was 2018. That's right. Um, that if you get Bijan Robinson, a player of his caliber, who's going to give you five good years, and then you can franchise tag him, so you get six years out of him if you draft him in the first round. Like, take him in the in from 11 to 21 or 11 to 31, and you're going to have a dynamic, explosive running game plus the passing game aspect of it. So, to me, it's like, it's kind of a, I don't know, I think, like, like he is, in a, in a different year, five years ago, he's going top 10 easily. And What so I would say, he, too, about this is that, to that point, for as much as I'm, like, anti-running backs going in the first round, I think, Will, what you just said same, makes sense. Same, I am, too. Yeah, yeah, that. A team is going to pick BJ Robinson in the first round. We're in, regardless of which team it is, we're going to hear, and I'll kind of feel this way like, hey, you know, they could have gone a different position. It's more valuable. But with BJ Robinson, you know, you're getting an instant impact guy immediately. A lot of the other positions, it's they're developmental, they're not fully matured yet. They need to be more polished. With BJ, you're getting an instant playmaker who's in his prime at like 21, 22 years old for the next four seasons. So if you are the Seahawks and you're like, hey, we do want to run the ball a lot, we like Geno but we don't really want him throwing it 40, 45 times a game. It wouldn't be the worst idea to pick Bijan Robinson because he's that good. I, I just feel a little differently that I think the depth of this class is still very good behind him. Yeah, that's fine. I just, I wanted to point out that like Bijan, see, we did a great job. We great job tag team in the, uh, the running back class really with their songs because the depth is good. But like, if I've got a chance to draft Bijan at a discount, I'm drafting him at a discount. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You, I mean, here, all right, so let's I mean, just, I mean, just look, at, look at some teams starting at 11 because I don't think you can, I don't want to draft a running back in the top 10. I think the, I, I would if, if I were like, I don't want to do one in the top five, but like I would consider in the top 10. But like Texans or Titans probably know 11. Texans probably know because they just signed Devin Singletary. Jets have uh, uh, Brisa Hall. Pats, maybe Packers have Aaron Jones. Commanders, they have too many holes. Steelers drafted Najee. Lions would be real interesting at 18. Buccaneers probably have too many holes. Seahawks at 20, as I pointed out, I think would work. Chargers at 21, if you don't want to pay Eckler, would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Ravens are a run-heavy team. If you think Lamar is going to be in the fold, you know, you you do have J.K. Dobbins, and you have – is Gus Edwards gone now? Gus Edwards is gone, isn't he? They just cycle through running backs anyway, so it's – Yeah, I'm really, just saying, like, you could – I mean, better, yeah. if, you're, if, you, if you run that much – I guess we're still there. Justice Hill. Yeah. I'm saying you run the um you run the ball that much that I don't mind like investing in it. Vikings, I really don't know. Dalvin's gonna be good, you know, like moving forward. He's expensive. Jaguars, Giants, Cowboys, Bills. You can make a case for a lot of these teams to draft B shot, is my point. Yeah, I think so. And one last thing on this. I think it's easy for us as analysts to, to think beyond the first contract five, six years down the road, will they sign a second deal? I think a lot of the GMs are like, uh, I need to win right now. I can't worry about what's going to happen in six years. And if you're the Chargers and you're like, we're not going to pay Eckler, you still have Justin Herbert not making a lot of money on that rookie deal. If you can plug in someone like BJ and Robinson for the next two or three years, that's like an elite level running back with Justin Herbert being young, I think most GMs will sign up for that any day. And that's why BJ and Robinson, a part of why I think he'll still be a first-round pick. All right. How about tight ends? My favorite okay, group. T- tight ends. Will, do you want to go here? I'm, I think you already mentioned your group, and then I can follow? Or I think you're already you're already up. Okay. Rebellion I'm already up. By Arcade Rebellion Fire. by Arcade Fire. I love this song. Um, by, the way, by the way, I've got a good Arcade Fire story between our songs. Great. Great. Okay. 
so I don't like I was looking at the lyrics and I'm like, I don't really understand the lyrics fully as it ties to the tight end class. So just going off the name in vibes. general, rebellion is yeah, and the vibes of it. I said it earlier about I think off interior offensive linemen. The tight end classes of late outside of Kyle Pitts have been really bad. Like the last two or three years, this tight end class is kind of rebelling against that idea that tight ends are just not going to be good coming into the NFL as a class in general with Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta and Michael Mayer and Darnell Washington. It is a really top heavy class. Like there's good top 10 top end talent and there's super uh, depth in this class. So it's just a rebellion over the last couple of years that have been bad. At the tight end spot. So, before you get my song, well, well I'm going to tell you the Arcade Fire story. So, right. Arcade Fire yeah. was here in Raleigh, and uh, me and a couple of buddies, me and my brother, and like my pal Nathan, and maybe a friend Carr, uh, like all went. There's like four of us who were going, and uh, we we went and had some drinks before the bars downtown, Red Hat Amphitheater. So it's like you know you easily walkable from like downtown. So we go get some beers, and we're walking in there, and we stop. You know, go and get the security stop, get a drink. And there's, you know, like the main walkway, you know, between like the, you know, the, there's the, there's two sections, there's a the lawn, some seats, big walkway through the middle of it. And we're walking through the big walkway to go to our seats. And as we're walking, like we look up, it's like Win Butler and the entirety of Arcade Fire is walking towards us, surrounded by like some security and a bunch of cameramen. We're like, holy bleep, like, dude. And we all stop at the top of this thing. Cause like, and you walk down the middle to get to the stage. Well, they're recording. We come to find out later. Uh, something for like a music, like some B-roll stuff for a music video, like a either a music video or like a touring. Are you in this music video? I don't know. I've never found it. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I am from. I can't. I mean, like, okay. I mean, not like from me to my bookshelf, but it's like not much further away. I'm like three feet from Win Butler, and we're just oh. standing there. Yeah, I mean, like, and they're like, and he's like doing this thing where they like get all hyped up and everything, and I'm like looking at Nate. I'm like, dude, I've got my phone out and. I'm like, oh my god! Like, this is insane. How close we are to Win Butler, and they're doing this like hype up thing, and like, sort of like, like they've got like, like you know, they're they're like playing a beat and like getting loud. And we're like, yes! And they go in and they walk <laughs> in. Like, that was incredible. Let me see the footage. I double pressed record on my thing and didn't. I recorded one second of me attempting oh. to record it and got zero footage from it. Oh. And I still catch crap to that this day. Were you guys in the venue super early, like before the concert? No, no, no. Started? We were like last second in there. They were doing it as a thing. The whole, the entire group, the entire crowd was there. Oh, they I wanted, see. Okay. Like the okay. crowd didn't realize it. They all turned around. They're like, oh my God. They're like, they're, and they walked down the middle of the aisle. They cleared the whole thing out and walked down and like, it was like the build up to the show. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It was like an insane moment. And I captured it all by accident without, <laughs> I, I, I failed to capture it all by accident. Pretty disappointing. <laughs> but I love Arcade Fire. Uh, anyway. My tight end, um, didn't I change my crap? What would I say my tight ends are? You had that Kenny Loggins song, but then you used it. Oh, crap. I used it for the linebackers. You're right. Uh, you just love that song. I think you want well, to. Well, while you think of it, Dom says the tight end is Old Town Road, annoying at first, but then it grows on you. Titans Ooh, are bad at good. first, and then they get better. I do like the Old Town, Old Town Road. It's a good mm -hmm. song. Uh, yeah, I guess I screwed up and did play with the boys instead. Um, all right. Yeah, I got nothing on the tight ends. I told you my Win well, Butler story. That's it. We can move on. But also, yeah, I mean, but not this. The Kenny Loggins song can also be tied to this. It doesn't have to be just like one group of song. There can be multiple groups that True. also fit in this song. All right, let's talk about the wide receivers, which I feel like there's a pretty deep class. What do you think, Traps? 
Yeah, it's really good. And let's stay on the Kenny Loggins theme with Ooh. the song I'm All Right. And this is another one that's just straight up from the title. I'm All Right. Yep. Yes, I'll the be Caddy Shack. Caddy Shack uh anthem. Um it's just I'm all right. Like at the it's a deep class, oh. but if we were talking about the wide receivers, if we're looking at the maybe first round guys we had yesterday, Jim Nagy, or uh yeah, uh that he tweeted that he's spoken to a lot of teams and they only have one first round grade on a wide receiver, and that is Jackson Smith and the Jigba from Ohio State. Who knows if that's just lying season or that's legitimate. I think it's an all right wide receiver class. It's not terrible. I think early on there was some narrative that it was bad. It was not good. But I think with Zay Flowers and Quentin Johnston, some later-ish guys like Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, Rashi Rice from SMU, Jaden Reed from Michigan State. It's an all right class. We've had kind of gotten spoiled at the wide receiver um, spot over the last couple drafts with Jamar Chase. Um, some of the guys, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave last season. It's a, just an all right class. It's not terrible. There will be good players from this group, but not amazing like we've had over the last couple of years. Britson? Um, sorry, I blacked out for a second. What, are we, <laughs> um, what position am I looking at again? I was, I was, I was we're trying to. We're looking at wide receivers. Also, oh, Al, yeah, yeah, how does yeah, yeah, Kenny sorry, know sorry. that song? I know a lot of Kenny Loggins, Al. All right, I, and full disclosure, I was actually thinking about a Kenny Loggins thing um, and reading like. Anyway. Do you have a Kenny Loggins story? Kenny Loggins train. Well, yeah. no, I was going to say full disclosure. Like I saw traps have Kenny Loggins on there. I was like, I'm going to have to have some Kenny Loggins as well. Uh, my yeah. my song for the wide receivers is uh, from the band. Like what band? The band. Maybe my favorite band of all time. There's a band called the band. Oh my God. They were uh, Bob Dylan's backing band for a while. And then they went down there and you know, a bunch of their songs. But you okay. don't know that you know them. Oh, like, okay. The weight, like, um, pulled in Nazareth. We're not feeling about half. Okay, past yeah, you know that. Mm -hmm. yep, mm -hmm. That's the band. Um, Ophelia by the band is one. The Last Waltz is there is like their live album, which you've never seen. It's the greatest musical album of all time, a musical performance of all time, in my opinion. Um, anyway, don't do it is what I've got for the band. Meaning. Maybe be a little cautious with these wide receivers yeah. if you're drafting one in the first round because, you know, That's like, what I was getting don't at too. do it. Don't you break my heart. And I think people will potentially have their hearts broken if they decide if to break the heart. No, no, no. Don't you do it. Don't you break my heart. Oh, I do know okay. Breaking, but no. um, I just think there's a chance of people being like this wide receiver class is good. They are small. Oh, you could have gone with like, oh, you know what would have been good too is too short. I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I wish good I was one. a little bit taller. I wish, very taller. I wish I had a girl that looked good. I would call her. I that's that's what I'm doing on the show today. I am who's, just I mean, who's there's, yeah, you're you're yeah. Um yeah, you're singer. You. You're a good singer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank, um, thank you. Easily the best singer of the uh, on the podcast. Right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no offense, Travis. Is like I mean, who's the tall wide receiver that you trust quentin johnston he's like the only one like zay flowers is one. short josh downs is short uh smith the jigbo was just cracked a six foot threshold i think or he was just a little bit above it so yes this is definitely a smaller like as a whole collectively a smaller and lighter wide receiver class especially at the top that we've had in a while there's like one there's like if you take the top six wide receivers i think there's one guy who's over six one it's quentin johnson mm -hmm. johnston i guess um 
like Josh Downs, I would probably spend a late first round pick on. I think I have him going to the first round. I know he's probably considered a day two guy. Zay Flowers, I'm definitely spending a first round pick on. Um, Jackson, JS, JSN, I'm probably spending a first round pick on, but late first round picks. As you point out in your article, there's no Jamar Chase. Mm. You know, there's no Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. There's no Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb types, right? There's no, no, I mean, there's none of these guys where you're like, that guy is the guy. So I think you just have to be a little cautious with this wide receiver class. And when I say don't do it, I mean, don't use a top 10 pick on one of these guys because it's probably going to end up biting in the butt. Yeah, I could see it uh, ultimately turning out to be a lot like the 2019 class that only saw Marquise Brown go in the first round. He was the only receiver picked in that first round at wide receiver. And then all the really good wide receivers went in round two with or round three, DK, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, guys that were like a little bit overlooked for, you know, different reasons. Um, who ultimately like were the better prospect or who became the better players at the receiver spot. Now we still could get six in the first round, but it does seem to be kind of uh, leaning toward not seeing this, you know, huge glut of receivers be picked in the first round. All right. How about the quarterbacks? Any other Kenny Quarter- Loggins? Highway to the danger no. zone, footloose. <laughs> could we get Kenny Loggins Ooh, in this Danger show? zone would have been a good one for them. Because tiny town of footloose. So I was going to go a little more new age, um, something that I'm assuming Billy would know and not, you know, we're talking about 80s. Um, I went with Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. It's one of my favorite songs. Um, It feels like the quarterback, and this is more about the teams picking the quarterbacks, that they are after the pursuit of happiness. The Panthers, the Texans, the Colts, they have been down on the quarterback position for varying lengths of time, but it feels like it's been a while for the Panthers since Cam Newton, the Texans. It's been so bad post Deshaun Watson for that organization as a whole and the quarterback spot. They're probably going to pick a quarterback. I, I think at two, the Colts have just been cycling through all these veterans. Jim Ursay really wants one. So they're after this pursuit of being like the other top tier teams in the NFL with a young quarterback that they drafted that's a franchise guy not even a ryan Tannehill. if the titans are kind of in the mix so that was more about um the teams that are probably going to land these quarterbacks as opposed to the quarterback prospects themselves sorry i have to pause but i was blasting uh pretending by eric clapton which is my song (laughs) if you never watch this music video google eric clapton pretending um it is so incredible. It is like the most 80s thing of all time. Clapton's like, it like starts off with like, it's, they're just, they're like in this like old abandoned warehouse. It's like got fires burning. Billy didn't give me my freaking, I want, Billy, I want a screenshot of Eric Clapton in the pouring down rain, sl- shredding his electric guitar, which not possible. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, fire burning. There's smoke everywhere. It's like an old abandoned warehouse. Plugged. And he's somehow he's plugged into this electric guitar in the middle of the pouring down ranges, absolutely shredding it. Do you know how dead you would be if you played an electric guitar in the rain? <laughs> it's Eric Clapton, though. He can do it. I mean, Literally. it's just an unbelievable, like the music videos and it's just, it's like the pure, the purest of the eighties, Eric Clapton, along with, um, and there's just a bunch of, he's a bunch of songs. Anyway, the point being is these <laughs> NFL teams are pretending that they believe in these quarterbacks enough to draft them in the top 10. Well done. Thank you. And I think that 
some of these guys are worth top 10 picks. Like Bryce Young is immensely talented. He has size concerns. That's just the reality of it. CJ Stroud seems safe, but I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks. And maybe that's a me problem. Don't care. Well, <laughs> point, point to me. Point, yeah, point how, to me. How many of them like have a turned great out? Passer in the NFL. There aren't any. There aren't any. Craig Krenzel. Do you feel like Justin Fields could be maybe yes, one of the first? Great, one? Yeah. That's why I say great passer, though, because like I can kind of yeah. circumvent the just. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, yes, Fields could be the first one. And I hope he is. I hope Justin Fields proves me wrong. But uh, I don't know that I think that, like, I don't know that I want to be in Like, There's something about him. And, and like, everyone's just like, CJ Stroud's the safest pick. Safe pick. Safe pick. It's like, is he? Like, he's very accurate. But, like, is he? He's not super pick? mobile. Yeah, he's had a couple of decent runs. But, yeah, I mean, like, there's just, I don't know. Um, Will Levis, like, you're making a projection. Anthony Richardson, my God, you were making a projection. And yes, both of those guys could have been incredible. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we ended up in a situation where CJ Stroud was sort of like Mitchell Trubisky and, you know, you got Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes type of performances, not not to that extreme level, but just that type from Levis and, and Richardson, just in the sense of like athleticism and all that. So, uh, but I think that these NFL teams, especially in this, in as you mentioned, Traps, with, uh, with David Tepper, and with Jim Irsay pressing their GMs and pressing their front offices to, you know, go out and get a quarterback that you have people talking themselves into quarterbacks, maybe more than we've seen in recent years. Er ergo, they are pretended. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You watch the Pick 6 podcast. Golf's biggest stars descend on Oak Hill for one unforgettable major. The PGA Championship coming in May to CBS. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off one subscription from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Will Brinson and Chris Trapasso. And we are going through the draft and assigning songs to the different position groups. Make sure you join us all week long for more NFL offseason news. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube page and do the same if you're listening just to audio. All right, guys, before we get into offensive tackles, I did miss at the top of the show defensive tackles. Let's do that one real quick. What do you think, Traps? Yeah, I'll be quick. Uh, it's "We Are Young" by Fun and Janelle Monae. Uh, it's you? a song. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's, it's in the movie Clueless. Uh, that oh, it's all about being being young, making some maybe not great decisions when we're young. Mm-hmm. I think Jalen Carter's oh. entire pre-draft process would kind of fall into that category, and just the fact that he truly is young. Kalijah Kansi is young. He's an underclassman. Um, there's a lot of younger kind of unpolished or non-finished products at the defensive tackle group in this class that still need to learn because they are figuratively and literally young players in terms of their development and what they have to do to become good players in the NFL. I dig it. Uh, By the way, I should point out that um, Captain Spock in the comments says seeing Pink Floyd in the seventies is the best concert you could ever go to. I am a huge Pink Floyd fan. Saw Roger Waters recently. Uh, He's, recently he's great. what's that recently yeah like in the last year oh he's I, didn't realize he was still, I didn't realize he was still touring yeah if you go to see roger waters be aware that you will see some mildly political messages and some disturbing images posted by him it is Ooh. pretty like i'm not i was just there for the tins it's a little too much for me even and i'm like i'm pretty i'm not i'm not, I'm not bothered by eat like i just I can deal with whatever. This was like a little bit much. At any rate, Pink Floyd Animals. Holy crap. What a friggin' album. I've been blaring it. I've got it on vinyl here in my house. And I love like I wow. love the of animals and it gets weird. Yes, Animals 277 is the best. I would kill. I wouldn't alive in 77. I would kill to have seen them uh playing animals in 77 it is probably a top 10 album for me. Actually, easily a top 10 album for me. Like, like people think that they there's weird, like, you know, weird, like, like British psychedelic rock, but like animals friggin' shreds. So check out animals. Mm. Um, DTs. What did I go with? I went with, uh, where is it? Sorry. I lost my, oh, um, I would say Jalen Carter specifically while you're thinking about that. What about Taylor Swift? Shake it off. Because I feel oh. like in that song, you know, she's like, everybody's saying all these things about me. I just got to shake it off. And obviously, he's got his legal problems. He's gained a little bit of weight. He didn't look that good at the combine. So he's just got to shake it off and uh, hopefully be drafted well. That works. That yeah. Can that, I make it? Can I confess that something? Definitely works. Please. I'm kind of a Swifty now. Yes. Mm. Yes, Princeton. Like, We're all Swifties like, now. I mean, like, come she's on. really, she's really good. She's incredible, yeah, like an incredible songwriter. And like, you know, her voice is great. It, it's Her voice is great because it's easy to sing along to. It's not like Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, where you can't keep up with her. You know, she keeps everything at a baseline. It, incredible songwriter. And her her songs are just fun and catchy. There's, a, uh, there's actually me. a video of me dancing, like bobbing my head to Shake It Off that's like 10 years old. It's, I know one person yeah. who found it on the internet. I don't know how the hell he found it, but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's out there. Yeah. Or, all right. Well, we're all Swifties now. All right, DT. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, I went with Sell Sell by Widespread Panic. Because hmm. I think this is a DT class that you're sort of selling. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, you. you know, you're at Carter who, I mean, you're, you know, 
it's um you know you're you're you're, you're making a, you're you're taking a pretty big leap of faith right if you take carter too even though like his his talent is enough to put him at number one but it's like when all that off-field stuff starts happening and then simultaneously you know he gains weight and doesn't perform well at the at the pro day i mean i think that at least makes you question and i don't want to be um someone to be you know to, to question someone's performance under adversity because mm. adversity is difficult but like if you deal with that adversity and then your response is like gain weight and, and, and test, test poorly. Like what happens if, you know, you're three years down the road and something bad happens to you off the field. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like psychologically, like that's at least an important thing. So I, I think that that is a little concerning uh, for him. Or, you know, if you're, if you're trying to invest in jail, you know, Carter is like a you know, top pick. And so uh, yeah. sell, sell for me. I watch for panic. Okay. I love that. Let's move on to offensive tackles traps. Okay, so I thought that I did not submit one, but I did. Just looking down the list, um, I went with "I Am a Rock," my second Simon and Garfunkel song from the '60s, I believe. Mm. Pretty popular song, and this is just again, this is like from the main chorus that "I am a rock, I am an island." Yes, traps. Yes, traps. Um, because I think it's a rock solid class, and a lot of these offensive tackles play on an island. Um, Paris Johnson is probably going to be a top 10 pick. I think when you're doing mock drafts and now Brinson is in the mock draft world, which is fun to see this time of year, um, you're going to be putting Paris Johnson like to the Raiders at seven, uh, to the Bears at nine. He can play on an island. I love Peter Skaronsky. Anton Harrison from Oklahoma is really good. Broderick Jones is that high upside player who's not Totally developed yet, but could be like an all pro type in a couple of years. If you need an offensive tackle, it's maybe not like there's not a Tristan Wirfs in this class, but I really like it. It's just a rock solid group. So all these offensive linemen, especially at the top, could be kind of singing this song as their theme as well as I just did a few seconds ago. That was great. Yep. I lumped the offensive linemen together into one group. So, yep. Oh, okay. So we've already yep. we've gone yeah. through that. Yep. All right. Cornerbacks. What do you think? Okay, I'm going with uh, any way you want it by Journey, and I think Steve Carey <gasps> oh, is one of the most any underrated. Way you want it, yeah, yep. At like, I think Steve Perry is one of the most underrated singers, like vocal, like singers of all time. Um, he should get more pub, more um, publicity, or I guess notoriety on those lists. And this is because the cornerback class is really any way you want it. Do you want a tall, long corner? Do you want a Joey Porter? Do you want a smaller cornerback? Um, Devin Witherspoon isn't quite as big. Deontay Banks from Maryland isn't quite as big. It's a really, really good class. So any way you want it, if you pick them in the first round, second round, third round, Julius Brents from uh, Kansas State isn't getting a ton of hype, I'm, although it does seem to be building a little bit. His buzz tested through the roof, uh, was an amazing athlete, was great at Kansas State. There's so many corners in this class. Any way you want it, you can get a good one. Spend probably a first through third round pick on the position and you'll get a good one um you know it's gonna have to get a grateful dad song in there so um, oh finally okay yeah we can't wear a grateful dad hat not to get grateful dad. Ooh, look at mm -hmm. don in the chat actually has a uh, shades of gray shade yeah shade of gray um so shade of gray yeah I, I love the song touch of gray touch of gray is the name of the song by uh by, by the grateful dad but yes i'm with you dom on that on that song it's a delightful song uh, i went with shakedown street I just wanted to put Shakedown Street in here, honestly. Okay. Yeah, where's Shakedown the tie? <laughs> and it's like, it does feel like a cornerback song there, right? Like you're like, I don't know, like the, like the name, like you're, you know, shake, like, you know, you're on this, you're on this. Shakedown Street is like this long, like, 
you know, narrow sort of not an island style, but you're, you know, you're, you're one-on-one like walking, like it's, it's sort of like how you would imagine playing like press man coverage. Right. And okay. then you're shaking down the wide receiver. And so like just the fact that we had some good corners in this class, mm. I felt like that worked, especially with sort of the way that these guys um, play, especially Witherspoon, who's like smaller, but dude, that guy is physical and he flies around. Yeah. He's a good player. I have a confession, Brinson. I went to a Dead and Company uh, concert. Yeah, yeah. Yep at at the at the Hollywood Bowl. So it was great, great venue. Mm-hmm. I never listened to the Grateful Dead. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't love it. So was maybe you'll have. To, well, John Mayer was playing guitar. I don't. Well, I guess he was singing saying, background vocals some, yeah. as well. Yeah, he sings lead song. Yeah, I, there's just there's something about jam band music that's just not really cohesive, and so I don't know. You got to teach me your ways on how to. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, know if co- not cohesive is not the thing. It's more like it's too cohesive. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Too like, cohesive. It's not an insult. No. It's, not, it's just like it's too like. Well, there's no the- there's no structure to it. I guess maybe that's what it is. It just seems like it's kind of all over the place. Right. It's all. It's too cohesive. Like it's too like. It's too cohesive. All yeah. right. Well, you, yeah, you're gonna. Have, yeah. I mean, like most most people who go to concerts want like, I want like ten songs, right? Right. And a lot of times, jam bands is like popping all around the place. I don't know why I made those noises. Sorry. That was actually an amazing. Um, <laughs> that you just did. Wrong with okay, my let's brain. Yeah. So you'll have to you'll have to give me some songs to listen to, and and I'll have to figure out how to get more on the jam band because it seems like a fun time. Everybody there seemed to be having a very good time. All right, edge rushers, traps. <laughs> All right. Very good time at those Grateful Dead concerts. You know, California. Yeah. If you're watching in California, there's one way you can certainly get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm edge rushers. I'm going with enjoy the sunshine. I'm going with back to back by Drake. Uh, just because last year when I did this article, Ooh. I picked edge rushers as the best. Um, position group and they're going back to back it mm-hmm. I, I think it is a very very good edge rusher group again not just will anderson and tyree wilson uh felix and dk uzama from ken uh from kansas state is super good um i even like andre carter from army like on the second or in the second or uh or the third round nolan smith from georgia tested through the roof we didn't get to see him a lot because he tore his pec um, in season, but I think he could be like that Hassan Reddick type who's smaller, but very, very good in time. It's just another quality, ed- very quality edge rusher group, which makes sense. I mean, every team in college throws it like 50 times a game. You need those pass rushers to kind of counteract those high powered offenses. So if you need an edge rusher, this again, like it was last year with Trevon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson, um, the class to pick an edge rusher. Yeah, and in that same vein, I went with uh, God. What a banger this song is! Oh. The heat is on. <gasps> yes, Fry. The heat, the heat is, is on. on. Right, is it from Beverly Hills Cop? Of course. Heat is on. Oh my God! Um, yes. All up in the action. I'm looking up for you. Oh, oh. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. this is going to really break some ears on the, uh, <laughs> no, people are, people are jamming on their car. Listen to this. Know, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Try to exercise it. Brinson singing. The heat is on. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, just the point is like, this is a class with a lot of pressure and the heat, the heat is on and these guys are going to get after the quarterback and you're going to see, I think, I mean, I mean, didn't it cons- I mean, is it, I don't think it's like your opinion, trash, but it's like consensus, the best group overall. Yeah. Like, like if you're, if you're a team that is really believes in best player available and 
you're unsure about what you want to do in this draft, you will probably an edge rusher. potentially, if you will potentially end up finding yourself defaulting to an edge rusher. And it's such a uh, important position. It's a premium spot today. It's not easy to find those double digit sack guys, but there are, I mean, I'm not going to say all the top guys are going to become like all pros, but yes, I think teams in that one in doubt situation, round ones, two and three, they're like, oh, we don't really know what we're going to do here or we have close grades. They're probably going to lean edge rusher because that position matters. There's so many good players at, at that position in this draft. Oh, show. Oh, show. Well, this was a very fun show. A lot of uh, lyrical uh, appreciation from you, Brinson. And Traps, you you got in there with one song too, which was pretty good. I also held it down on my end for the uh, the singing here. It seems like a lot of people in the chat don't know these songs. So I don't know if we've just got like a younger audience. Educated them. Like, yeah, we educated yeah, I'm a them pretty old. I'm a pretty old soul when it comes to what I'm listening to. Yeah, no, same. I mean, I knew a lot of these songks, but also you can see how excited Billy was every time there was a modern song in the hip hop genre. <laughs> I think that's more what uh, he was going for. But all right, guys, I think that's going to wrap up our show today. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Pick Six Cod podcast from myself, Brinson, and Traps. Make sure you join us tomorrow at 1 p.m. for more NFL offseason news. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page if you're listening to the audio version only. Do the same. Download, follow, leave a five-star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. We'll see you tomorrow. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.